Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to the Forever Arsenal podcast. It's all smiles and the game just finished literally a few hours ago. We're not up on Monday morning, 8am. What a result. Instead, my Sunday night's been taken from me. Well, I'm, still, I'm still drinking, don't worry about it. Like, you know, cheers. It's better than a Monday morning, James, I think, especially with all the stuff you've got to do for tactical insight and, and, and the notes that Graham provides and whatnot. So, yeah. Big up Graham's <laughs> notes. Thank me later, man. Thank me later. It's a Sunday night, people. It's 11 p.m. Like hold I said, on, me, hold on, mate. Graham's out, he's out tonight doing his notes. Graham <laughs> sends me notes around 2 a.m. Between 2 midnight, midnight, 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah. He's you working through the night to provide you, you a asleep. show you can enjoy, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> he should be asleep, the boy. No wonder, no wonder he's asleep <laughs> after the show or during it. You know, because he's up all night. You know what I mean? He's Unbelievable. Craft. He's, he's, he's a professional. He's a professional. Yeah, he's a I like that though, don't you? That's why it's a good show because he's obviously like taking it very serious, isn't he? Yeah, he doesn't. Oh, shut up, League. Let's get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get on with it because listen. We've just beaten United 3-1. It's the international break now, so there's a couple of weeks off. And it's the best way to go into it, especially after that Fulham draw. Um, we've, we've got 10 points out of 12 people. And, and it's a 3-1 win against United. At times, it hmm. didn't look like we was going to get the win. But we got the win in the end. And then it was very similar circumstances to last season where Eddie got a last-minute winner. But I do think this one's... Slightly better because United fans did think they nicked it with their Garnacho goal. Ruled that offside. Very close, but we've had those before go against us. So we, we will take it. And then we got the win in the end. And the winner essentially scored by the 105 million man. I don't think I could have picked a better player to score that goal. When you really think about how much pressure is under coming in for that price tag. Mm. And, and essentially being also, maybe not today, but being asked to provide on the attacking front too because Jacka did that last season so big up Declan Rice we're going to get into it all but big up Jordan big up Lee and big up James as always hit the like button people let's get up to a thousand likes and Lee you was at the game I saw you after because I made yeah. my way down I, I, I would I've never left the studio to do a fan cam outside the stadium but we I, I thought this was the this was the right one to do appropriate it. as well appropriate 100%. 100%. but I, I thought you was at the game because you seemed very happy you know, but look at old Jordan up there. He's obviously only he's only caught the highlights, and he like yeah. You know I mean, he hasn't caught the real the real atmosphere of it all. Like, I'm going to be really honest. I'll be really honest. I think I 
I, I know Jordan's not too happy with the performance. I, I probably wasn't. I've just been caught up in the emotion of the game and what it, all of the, the, the stuff today, the atmosphere. And I think that's took over me today, like, you know, because I don't think it was a great performance. Um, I thought Man United <coughs> were looking very, very... Every time they went forward, whether it was them being so good or us being so poor at the back at times, that I thought they was going to score every time. We, we was, like, put into some really precarious d- defending situations, which we've we done very, very well in. But for me, I thought the game was lost, guys. When when that ball went in, 2-1, you know, 88th minute, you're thinking, oh, my God, I'm thinking we're middle table. It's not, you know, we're, we're five points off of Man City already. The title's gone, everything like that. And then, I, I don't know if you was noticing, uh, Jesus was arguing with the referee because he thought it was a foul. I've seen it. It was never a foul. And I'm thinking, oh, you ain't going to give it all that. And all of a sudden, up on the big screen, it come up, you know, like checking offside. It was like a gift from heaven. It was, it was a gift. It was a gift. And I, I thought, well, and then I don't know if you noticed, but the crowd went absolutely mad before it, the decision had been made. I don't know if you noticed that. No, no, no. Everybody was celebrating before the decision come up because some obviously, like people had heard it was. I, I see it on my uh, WhatsApp group. It's offside. It's been given offside, and then the. You know, obviously it went from there. And then from that moment on, madness, guys. Absolute mm. madness. And when that second goal went in, I, the, you know, the atmosphere, when that goal went in, the, the, the crowd, it went mental. It was it was fantastic. Just to be there was fantastic. But when the third goal went in, Jesus got the third one. It, yeah. it, it, it went up another level. It was just unbelievable. I know I'm probably going too, too overboard because I'm getting involved in the emotion of it all. But I wouldn't swap that last ten minutes for for a hundred percent better performance and whatever. It was sensational. It was just that's what football and going to games is all about. I'm sorry, I know, like you know, we haven't got the result last week, but for for the atmosphere, I, I criticised the atmosphere last last week. Oh my god, it was unbelievable that the atmosphere in the whole the whole um, the whole game. And at, at the end, I. Uh, I went down to see Kevin because Kevin was working on pitch side and and, and and he was working next to Gary Neville and, and Roy Keane. To see their faces, it was a picture, lads. An absolute picture. I wish I took a photo of it. They was like, you know, it was like they're going to a funeral. You know what I mean? It was fantastic. You know what I mean? So come on. I know like it weren't great. I know that. that but sometimes it's about getting the three points, getting the result. And I'll tell you what, guys, we was out there in America. They give it to us big time. Yeah, yeah. We lost the friendly. You know what I mean? Come on, you remember it, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, KG and Flex today, like they, they had to, they had to get their custard with their humble pie, and I bloody loved it. There you go. They did, they did, and you know what? When you said the last ten minutes, you wouldn't swap it for anything else. I said pretty much the same in my fan mm. camera. I think they're well overdue a freshen by us because, like I mentioned before, I haven't forgiven them for a few things over, over the course yeah. of my life. 8-2 and Van Persie being two of those. But if it's not a freshen, then give me that. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a loud goal exactly. in, the, in the 88th minute and two goals in the 90-whatever minute it was. to 96 win it. and 101. Is that what it was? 96 Incredible. and 101. With Declan Rice getting it. It was, it, it was literally perfect because, you know, that, like I said, especially before international break, pressure's lifted off Declan Rice's shoulders for the, for the short term. 
just one thing that I have to say that they kept playing the Declan. You know, like at the end, they played the one, the Declan Rice song. They normally play a two or three. They just played the Declan Rice song all the time, like you know. So well, the Rice Rice baby one. Yeah, so big up to the announcer because he just kept playing it and the actual crowd was oh, just singing it. It was just, you know what I mean? Like, you know, everybody's shaking their hips, giving it last race, race. But, you know what I mean? Come on, that's what, that is what it's all about going for. Like, come on, Julie, it's what, it's what you pay <laughs> out, Cecil's, for. Cecil's in a room somewhere thinking, oh, now it's cool. Now it's you're enjoying the song. Never what I did it. Oh. Cecil out there, I'm telling you that. It was people... In their 60s, dancing better than Cecil for that song. It was absolutely, everybody was just going mad on it. It was fantastic, you know what I mean, at the end there. Everybody was singing and he was walking around the ground uh, and, you know, it finished and he played it again, the announcer. You know, you know when the announcer, he just, he knows it was the right time to do it. Like, yeah. It was proper, like, you know what I mean? So, well so when done. a DJ's got the club in the palm Yes, he did. He had everyone in the palm of his hand and he milked it. And good luck to him. Well done. Good on him. Good on him. James, we done the watch along, so I'm going to go to Jordan next. Um, are you going <clears throat> to dismiss Lee's allegations of highlights? Did you watch the game? or? No, no, I watched the whole game. I watched the whole game. I rebuke Lee's accusation and allegation that I'm a part-time <laughs> Arsenal fan. Thank you very much. Um, oh, that's, that's pushing it. <laughs> Not even part time. <laughs> Indeed, um, it's probably best I go before James. James can bring the vibe back up because I've got a lot to say. So, first thing I want to say is I advise everybody to go and watch Roy's fan cam. Uh, there's only two or three fan cams I, I watch. I, you know, I don't watch you lot because I, I like to hear what you guys have to say fresh on on the pod here. But Sheroy, Curtis, Dan Potts. They're the only three that I really listen to. Sheroy, apart from one thing he said, literally said everything else that I was thinking. The second thing before I get to the game is just as a just as a football. What match, did Sheroy say? I'll get to that in a second. I'll, I'll oh, get to that in a sorry. second. Um, but just as a football game, up until seventy-five minutes, it was a crap game. Forget yeah. what side you support. It was a crap game. Yeah, I thought it was a really rubbish, nothing game. It was like the quality wasn't high on the... So just as a neutral, if I was a neutral looking at that, it's, it was a crap game. Um, now, I agree with that. Uh, as an Arsenal fan, I'll go for the negatives first, briefly. Uh, shut up. I'll go for the negatives first because there's more than there's, there's a lot more for me than positives. Again, I don't think Arsenal played particularly well. It's always difficult. It's always difficult saying that a team that wins by two goals didn't deserve to win the game because you can maybe by one goal edge it, two goals, it looks a bit more convincing. I'm not sure Arsenal deserved to win that football game. Not because I thought United were particularly great, but I think I, I was, Arsenal disappointed me so much. I don't remember too many obvious chances. I know Havertz should have scored. I know Saka definitely should have scored. Yeah. Um, I think um, Martini put one just wide from a corner. Um, but beyond that, I couldn't believe how not dominant we were of, of, of Man United. This is not a good United team. And in that first half, they were relatively comfortable. I was so disappointed with that. So I'm looking through this through the prism of a team that's allegedly going for the title. And I know it's early, but I don't subscribe to this idea that we just won the match. So that's all that really matters. Because at this stage of the season, performances matter. Today, we got away with it, guys. We got away with it today. 
But on another occasion when it really matters, with that performance, we're not going to get away with it. So I wasn't, I wasn't impressed with our performance. The only two players for me that I'll single out for praise um, in the game were Martinelli. I thought in the first half, he was the only player that was looking like we can do anything. And I thought Gabriel was immense at the back. I thought Gabriel was so solid at the back. I was, they're the only two players for me that come out of any real praise. The subs obviously won the game for us, Vieira and Jesus. But over the course of the 85 minutes, those are the only two players for me that came out of it looking strong. I thought Saka was awful, ineffective and awful. And I think we should say that we all love Saka. Saka did nothing today, absolutely nothing. And I thought it was harsh for Martinelli to be subbed off and not Saka. Of the two... Yeah. You know I prefer Saka, but let's be real. Martinelli was significantly better than 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 um, than Saka. Saka did nothing, not good enough. Um, and Dinchenko coming into the midfield, I thought was positive, but we didn't take advantage of the extra man. We had an extra man in midfield, but we, it never looked like we had an extra man. I thought mm. we looked leggy after an hour. After an hour, we looked knackered. Yeah. Nobody was running. After an hour, it looked like we'd been playing six, seven months of the season. I don't understand why we look so tired in the match as well. I thought the referee had a really good game, apart from, and I'm going to say it, I'm not convinced the Ganacho goal is offside. I, I'm, I'm prepared to be convinced. I'm not convinced it's offside. So I think we might have got away with one there, but cool, we take it. The penalty that was overturned, Havertz, I thought at first was a penalty. It's not a penalty. Contact doesn't mean foul. If there's contact, but I don't think it's a foul. I thought the referee had a really good game, actually. Does that normally get overturned, though? No. Because I agree with you. I don't think it's a penalty. But I think we've seen, probably since the introduction of VAR, up to 20 to 30 of those kind of fouls. Agreed. going to challenge me to go find them. And I don't think a single one has been overturned. I agree. So is that a clear and obvious error? Not for me. First one, I I also, I'm not going to do too much because I also agree they came to the right decision that it shouldn't be a penalty. But I think we've been hard done by in terms of the, the standards they've set. I, first, I agree with that. First one, yeah. un, first one overturned with contact. Fair, fair you enough. Look, you look at Rashford's one last week, right? Yes. He dive, dive before he's had contact, mm-hmm. but they turned around and said, "There's contact. That's why there was a penalty." It's yep. exactly the same today. Yeah, yes, yeah. And, and it's been overturned. So where's the consistency? Yeah, that's I, I the agree. only thing. But I agree, it shouldn't be. If in real time they haven't given it, I'm saying fair play. It, it, it's like the Eze one. Eze had one against us. That Monday night, there was a little bit of contact, but they deemed him to be going down before. So I that thought was, they came to the right decision, but they that never was gave more it. of a pen. If anything, I thought that was slightly Maybe. more of a pen. Oh, if that know, was but... given, James, yeah. if the referee would have given that on the pitch, that would never have been overturned. No, yeah, I, I, I think that's, that's probably. The, why is it always us? Why I think, is it always I, us? I think that's fair to say. I think that's fair to say. Well, I don't know about agenda against us, but I think it's fair to say that it's it's harsh that the first time they overturn it is against Arsenal. It's unfortunate. But my, my overall point is, I don't think we were particularly good today. And I think that the last 10 minutes, there was there was energy, all the subs were brilliant and won the game for us. But let's not pretend. I, I think it's, it's harsh on United. I think a draw after 85, 90 minutes is a fair result. I don't think we did enough to, to say that we were significantly better than them. Their objective was to get out of a point because they're not very, very good, Lee, swearing at me. Obje- Let's just be honest. I hate them. I'm sorry. I hate them. Lee, I actually hate United more than Spurs. So believe me, we won it's the game in those, in those circumstances. It, it is. But for me, it's, it's United more so. So I'm glad we won the game. Believe me. But let's be honest and let's be real. We weren't good. 
in that first half, we didn't offer much. And I think we can get carried away with how we won the game. But over the course of the season, that performance won't win you the title. And that's how I'm looking at it. You guys were there. So your the emotion is obviously still bubbling. And I get why you guys are vibing. But when you look at this as a cold performance, mm. that, that was not good enough. That doesn't win you the title. Those are my points. Oh, sorry, the upside. Um, I, the, I totally agree with that. The upsides was we won, we won the match, so you got the three points, great. And I think the other upside is the fact that it's another late win. Now you could argue that you know it's a bit desperate, kick kitchen sink at it, but it's another another late win where the team have kept believing, kept pushing, and scored scored a really good goal. Oh, sorry, the third and final positive, Declan Rice. I agree with Turkish. That goal is massive for him. I think he needed a goal where the fan base could really. He's a fan favourite already because of his personality. But you score the winner. And it's a shame that Jay-Z scored the third then because it's not the winner anymore. Yeah, you, <laughs> you scored the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what's that? But you scored the, what was meant to be the winner. And in those circumstances, I wanted him to have his moment. I wanted him to be the headline maker because I think that's a moment between him and the fans. So another big result, big moment for him as well. I think he was the headline because I know you didn't mention him, but I, I thought he was the best player on the pitch, Declan Rice. Yes. Um, I thought the amount of ground he had to cover. Let's be let's be really honest about what Arteta's asked him to do. Last year was Partey, you're the you're the six, you sit, but Xhaka's gonna tuck in and help when we don't have the ball. Then he'll get forward and we do, but then Zinchenko will come in. In this game, Rice had to cover so much ground on his own, and he's gonna mm-hmm. be he's been asked to do that quite a lot already. He's gonna continue to be asked uh, to do a lot of that. Um, and I thought he was brilliant. I thought no one was more deserving of the of let's call it the winning goal. It's the goal that essentially you know, gets us three points. Um, I thought he was a massive positive. See, on United, I, I don't know if this is going to make a lot of sense. I think it's fair to say that Arsenal maybe on the balance of ninety minutes kind of were a bit underwhelming. If they didn't win, I think we'd be saying, "Well, yeah, did you do enough?" I'm not sure United did much, but they didn't come to win. They didn't come to win the game. That's but that is, that's embarrassing. Okay, now let me say for any United fans watching this, I understand you have injuries. Rafael Varane, all right, you whipped on an £80 million centre-back. Now, we know he's not good enough, Maguire, I know, and it's maybe a bit disingenuous to just throw the price tags. And I know they've got injuries elsewhere, but you still had Bruno Casemiro Eriksen, your first-choice midfield out there. You still had £90 million um, Anthony on the right, Rashford on the left in his favourite position. Martial, you brought in on you signing. £70 million striker Hoysland on. United had some moments and chances, mm. don't get me wrong. But across 90 minutes, I was... It wasn't until you mentioned we got leggy. I thought you were right. I thought we looked exhausted in the last 20-plus added time minutes. That was when I felt they decided to come into the game. But until we tired, I didn't see them do anything. I was actually quite underwhelmed by how little... I, I think I, I haven't heard this firsthand. Were you watching the Sky commentary? Jordan. I was, but I was, in a, I was in a pub, so I didn't right. hear you. Well, apparently, yeah. Gary Neville said something like, Man United are pretending to be good on the ball. Did you hear that co- quote? I didn't hear that, no. So I, I apologise for anyone in case I've got that quite wrong, but apparently he said that they were pretending to be good on the ball. But anyway, whether he said it or not, I, I know exactly what he means by that. There was a lot of passing it around and looking neat and whatever. They weren't doing anything. Once again, Rashford scores because of a mistake from Kai Havertz mm-hmm. and their first shot on goal. It's just like the most classic thing. And even though I don't think we were good and we were great, I thought we looked the aggressors. I thought we looked the team that actually wanted to win the game. And I think ultimately the better chances fell to us. Havertz mm-hmm. should have buried that and didn't. Bakaya Saka should have buried that and didn't. 
And the funny thing is, it's only those two other chances. But the others that came our way, Rice, Jesus and Erdegaard, we actually took. Um, so I don't think United are exactly worthy of some result. You know, I don't think they put in a performance that should they should be overwhelmingly happy about. But I understand with their injuries, they probably just wanted to come for a point and they nearly got that. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, I was following the Man City game on Saturday. Uh, honestly, I couldn't watch it, so I was just kind of keeping up with the stats and the scores and whatever. 1-1 going into the 46th, 47th minute. They've had three shots at home to Fulham. Now, I understand that Arsenal are not fully up and running right now. And I understand that they've got four wins out of four and they end up winning that game 5-1. But a goal that should have been disallowed, you know, from a header, puts them 2-1 up in a game in which by that point they've now had four shots by half-time. Yeah. Man City aren't scintillating right now. And I'm not trying to make excuses for Arsenal because I thought Arsenal struggled to find rhythm and I was a bit disappointed with their performance as well. But I still think it's too early for me to say that, you know, I'm really concerned that the performances aren't there. I'm not that concerned. I, I'm. It's it's like, it's disappointing. But more than anything, going into national international break, at home to the team that finished third last year, I just wanted three points and we got it in the most euphoric of ways. So I'm happy, even though there are concerns. You know what it is? Obviously, um, I tend to become used to this, but with Jordan especially, but I didn't want to start with the negatives, but we kind of have in a sense. So I want to put my, you know, two pence in since we're talking about it. Um, We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We was close to dropping points to another team that we beat last season. Yeah. And really, we need to be turning the draws and losses from last season into wins. We can't afford to be turning wins into draws you know we pulled out the bag in the end and I think back-to-back draws with Fulham and United could have been very damaging for our chances it's not the end of the world it's it's game week four but like I said before with C I haven't seen anyone catch them I haven't seen anyone go toe-to-toe it's more it's more so Liverpool the way they ran away with it and Arsenal could have could have if, if if you know results towards the end of the season went went our way but being so close makes me like go with Jordan in terms of the performance wasn't great. But when it's Man United, I don't really care. We got the three points, so I'm not going to worry too much about it now. And we've got Everton away next. Now, for Everton away, I think there needs to be some sort of change, hopefully, with Havertz. Because, mm. in my opinion, Vieira's come on two games in a row and helped change the game. Now, there's one argument that will say... That's why he's on the bench, because he can come on and change the game. Similar to other players, I've said the same as Eddie. But yeah. if you do it a couple of games in a row, and the person you're coming on for essentially has done nothing in, in four times the amount of minutes in over the two games, I think it's time to start thinking about that. There's two weeks now, and it is Everton away next, and Everton are really poor. That should be another healthy win for us. That's when I'll kind of see how we return from this, and if... After four to six, after four game weeks and four to six weeks of the season starting, how much more this new tactical approach or this new approach with, with Havertz joining Odegaard and essentially being a, a second eight 
um, or a second 10, how, how, it will, how it will work moving forward. But like I said, the main thing after Fulham was the three points for me. And I was uh, Havertz missed, Saka's missed. They was both awful. They was both awful. But I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm not going to dwell on it because 10 points out of 12 is solid. And we just keep it moving. And I hope... <laughs> So it's quite easy, but the only reason why I, I, I hear that, and if look, if we'd have drawn it, we'd all, we'd all be sore right now. But I just think, and I, and I totally agree with Turkish in terms of City. City are, are a madness, and if you get caught too far behind, you're out of it before you know it. But I, I don't think at this stage it's about necessarily keeping up with City. I think it's about being in the pack come Christmas. That's how I look at it. I don't think you have to be within two points of them come Christmas. I think you have to be within four or five points of them. Just stay close to them because you've still got to play them and then you never know what can happen. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I think at this, this almost what happened today at Bro, the Emirates. And I just got you there. Go on, go on, go on. We was five points ahead of them and we still had to play them and look at it. So if being I, five I, points behind and still having to play them, it doesn't exactly sound... But, 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 but I, th I think the difference is now we've got arguably a squad that can handle the second half of a season, injuries, fatigue, etc. I just think that right about now, it's about getting the performances and the system correct so that when we come to the second half of the season, what happens there at the Emirates is supposed to happen in March. That's supposed to happen in April. And if it happens in April, I take it. Cool. Because at that point then, it is just about get the wins. At this point, it's about putting the performances that are going to get you to March in a title race. Because right about now, you play like that for the next couple of games, Everton beat you, Everton a dog. But if we don't get our stuff together soon, we can get slapped. We can get slapped. Can we just quickly talk a little bit about Havertz as well? Because yeah, they because I've defended Havertz quite a lot and I play a Camden. I did that really old school nerdy thing today. But for the first 35 minutes, I play a Camden. He wasn't good. He was not good. The, the chance he misses is, is a shocker. Cool. I almost felt a bit sorry for him with the penalty because I think he needed that. <laughs> when, he, when he won the penalty, I was so glad that it was him that won it. Um, and then it got overturned and took it away from him. He wasn't, he wasn't good. And I'm not saying take him out, keep him in. I'm not really... I'm, I'm trusting Arteta to kind of see that through. But I think it's fair to say even someone that's defended him, he was not good today. I'm looking at all the other players and I know what they can do. I know what Martinelli offers. I know what Saka offers. I know what Martin, Odegaard is pressing like a madman. Declan Rice is covering the midfield like a madman. I'm looking at Havertz and thinking, what, 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 are, you, what are you doing? Like, are, are you looking for the, an incisive pass? Are you looking to drive with the ball? Are you looking for long shots? Are you, what are you looking to do? And that for me is concerning. And what's going to really concern me more is as the games build up, there'll be clips and reels of a goal on social media of all the mistakes and missed passes and missed shots and all the, the giving the ball away for the goal, that will build up very, very quickly. Um, and then there'll be a, a louder noise about why he's in the team. And Jordan, um, go on. it's like, it's like, I just need to, I'm not going to go in on him. We won the game. I just need to see the guy do something with conviction. Yeah. yeah. Just like, it's so unconvincing. And, and you know what's crazy? We've, we've actually used that word conviction on this podcast and in previous shows. We have said, I'm not asking you to come in and be Kevin De Bruyne or even pick up where Xhaka left off immediately because Xhaka ended the season fantastic. I'm not even asking you to do that. But at least whatever you are involved in, have some purpose, mm -hmm. put your foot behind the ball and do... And the, the big chance he missed, 
and then the, the pass he gives away for the goal, both are a complete lack of conviction. With that chance that falls at him, he takes a touch, doesn't he? Am I right that he takes a touch or something? I yeah, can't yeah, so that's even worse. Like, uh, arguably, if you're taking it first time, you know, because it's kind of deflected, maybe he doesn't expect it. He set himself and he just sort of just Fs it up. All right, it can happen, but it's just like a bad moment. But then the pass that leads to Rashford's goal. That was more concerning a, for me. A bobbly, kind of slightly under here, you know, yeah. not realising. What did we say? Turks, you were there next to me on the watch long. I said, Rice. look how far up the pitch Rice has just pressed. So if I can notice it from my TV, I'd hope the people on the pitch who are shouting and communicating with one another can understand that. And when Havertz goes to play that pass, he recognises, I cannot get this wrong, put my fucking foot through it, and he gets it wrong again. Now, we're not going to spend... 20 minutes of this podcast bashing Kai Havertz because ultimately we won. I think he's a little unfortunate with the penalty, but I think probably not. But anyway, um, I just want to see him. I actually think the minute he starts putting conviction, when he makes a run for Martinelli, sprint into that space, drive into it. Because at least then, if you don't get the ball, you've made the defenders think that at least you really want it. Mm. And then Martinelli can do something. Everything just felt so tepid until... V- and Vieira wasn't... This wasn't Vieira's Fulham cameo. But it just had purpose, even if he was just knocking it short. It just, just before, just before you come in, Lee, just very super quickly. But interested to see after the international break when Partey's fit again, if Partey goes back into midfield at the expense of Kai Havertz. Because right. although I'm cool with Kai Havertz staying in the team, if that's what Mikel Arteta wants to do, I think I, I don't think Havertz will stay in the team for much longer. I think he's got another two or three games to really prove that he can do something because I'll be real, at times it felt like we were playing with 10 men. And that was the same thing I criticised Meza Ozil for. That silky pass, that one bit of magic is worth it because he doesn't do anything else. But when he does it, it's, he's not even giving us that one bit of magic. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask a question uh, and I, I thought about it today. You know, for the penalty, yeah. do you think if he was confident, he wouldn't have gone down? Because he was through. He burst through. There's no need for him to go down. But I think because he felt the contact, he's gone down. I think if he was, do you know, like Vieira was like last week, if he'd have, you know, say if he'd have scored that goal in the first half, I think he would have burst through it. Because I'll tell you what, it was a good burst. It was, burst yeah. through past two players mm-hmm. now. That's what you want to see. And, and he's completely through. So... It, it seemed to me like without I'm not I don't want to really criticize him, but the easy option was to go down. He, he, when he's playing his his game at the minute, it's the easy option with the pass. Easy option, easy option, like you know. I I, I think he's a player lacking confidence. Yeah, I, I think really do. Confidence. I really do. Um now how do you get confidence? Is I think you ease your way back, way, ease your way in it coming off the bench when the game's a little bit open and whatever, like you know. Um, I do like some of the stuff that he does to, today. There, there's a, a couple of things he puts himself about, there's a couple of challenges he puts himself But mm. really, really, if we're going to be really honest about it, it's not enough, is it? It's not no. enough. No. We're not seeing enough for, for what we're seeing. Um, and I'm, but, I'm now at this place where listen, I know I have a little dig about it. Oh, well, if you work hard in training, you get a game under Mikel. Like, you know, I also think if you're coming off the bench and, and changing games and, and, and making things happen, you deserve to start. And I, I think Vieira now has done more in those two cameos um, than, than, than Havertz has done in, in, in the two games. Now, 
James come out of a great point. He wasn't as dynamic as he was against Fulham. But I tell you what, he probed and he probed, mm. he pushed uh, with the ball. And when it mattered, Vieira, the pass for Jesus was something that I haven't seen Havertz do. And now, now people say, and we've all played football. The first half of a game of football, if you ever play, is always that little bit more intense, that little bit more quicker and all that. It opens up a little bit in the second half. So maybe Arteta could do him a favour by bringing him on in those last 20 minutes when mm. the game, when players are a little bit tired and it opens up a little bit and just build his confidence up that way. Um, and, and I want to say that I'm glad Jordan mentioned Saka's performance earlier because when I did full-timer you know, on AFTV, people were saying... Oh, you're talking about Havertz, but you're not talking about this player. And it's like, well, we have, whatever. But, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's right we're consistent because Bukai Saka also was poor today. Again, you know, I, thought, I thought he was very poor today. Yeah. Very, that, that's the worst game I've seen Saka play. I think it might be. I think it I, might I, be. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, look, listen, he's entitled to a bad game, guys, every now that's and then. The, that's the thing. Uh, uh, um, but I, I felt you have to give credit to, 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 the, to the fullback. He mm. never never got past him once. Mm-hmm. What I would notice, and I don't know if you noticed, and please watch it on TV and all that, like you know, when um, <clears throat> Saka got the ball, particularly in the first half, seventy minutes, Rashford was right up there try, uh, doubling up on him. Like yeah, yeah. I didn't mm. see the same conviction when it was Rashford. You know, Saka wasn't getting back as 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 much as Rashford. So while I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking, well, there must be something you haven't got to worry about your defensive duties as much. So, if you're not worrying about your defensive duties so much, you have to perform in the attacking part of it. And I thought he was poor today, if if I've been really honest, like, you know. But, I'm sorry, he has got a lot in the bank. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. Just go back to Vieira. I'm not actually an advocate for Vieira to start the next couple of games. I think he's got to do a bit more. I just, I've never seen Vieira start a game for Arsenal and convince me. So it's a well good coming on in the 60th minute, 70th minute and changing the game, which he's done. I need more than two games of that. Yeah, so I'm, that. I'm, I'm not for Vieira starting the next, the next game. I think, I think uh, Brentford, last, Brentford last season, I'm sure he started that game. And, yeah, he and, played yeah. well in that game. But, yeah, but I, Jordan, I what, you're, what you're saying is right. But when you've got someone like Havertz who's not performing, <laughs> you're going to get... You, you, there must be, you know, I think I think James said it, you know what I mean, like uh, earlier on. You could actually play Jorginho in the midfield. Yeah, well, that's why. By the way, I, thought was, I don't know if any of you see it on the TV yeah. and all that. Like, he's giving out instructions when he's warming up and everything like that. And, when you know, uh, you could actually play him in, in the side. That's there's going to be a time when these players are going to start thinking, hold on a minute, I'm, I'm working out. Why, uh, why, why is he getting this preferential treatment over Lee, me? You know? Lee, I'm... I'm I'm with you. I'm, I'm not necessarily saying that Kai Havertz has to definitely stay in the team. No, I'm just no, saying no, no. If, if, you're, if you're taking out Kai Havertz, I'm not putting in Vieira. That's, so no, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. You could put jo- you could put Jorginho in. Agree. I'm not saying who, Agree. who you can Agree. put in there. What I'm saying is, I, I, you know, listen, Kai, Kai Havertz. I'm not bashing him here, like you know, he has got. To, he's been given. He, if you're being given opportunities, you've got to take them, boys. You know what I mean? This is not. I'm not sorry. This is not Sunday morning football this, or a charity game. This is the, the real deal. This you, is this you've is got to perform. This is also where Mikel Arteta's management comes into effect now, because elite managers fix this problem. Whether it's take him out, whether it's have a word with him, whether it's work on him a bit more, whatever it may be. I'm looking at my manager now to try and fix this problem. Just briefly before we move on as well, it's another dirty sheet. 
I hate dirty sheets. We're not, we're not, it's, it's another it's another game at home and it's dirty sheets. That Rashford goal, I, I just poor it's defending. Such, it's such a poor, poor goal defending. to give away. There's two defenders, Saliba and White. His right foot. Two I of thought, them. I thought Saliba was great, but I can't help but think he he doesn't help White there. If you no, know. Well, 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 the no, thing is, both of them poor. None yeah. of them, none of them properly closing down. But if you're, if you're, who was in front? Saliba on the left side. White was in front. White was in front. If you're Ben White, you have to be thinking at all costs. I'm blocking this shot because if he if he dummies him and beats him, he's got Saliba behind to kind of still deal with. But for none of them to get close to him, it's a poor goal. It's yeah. a poor goal. I'm poor sorry, that goal can't get scored. There's too many yeah. cheap goals and too many dirty sheets. I'm not having yeah. it. And, you, and, you know, and, and to be honest, you. You know, I'm a big fan of Ben White and I thought we defended really well after that. But he has got to take the blame for that. And everybody goes on about Saliba and all that. Like, he was poor as well. Get him out on his left foot and if he shoots across, Ramsdale saves it. Like, you you know he's going to cut inside. I thought he was poor. He scored the same goal last year. He scored the same goal last year, pretty much. Poor, poor defending. And we've got that in our locker. We've got that in our locker, poor defending. I think, obviously... We can talk all day long about whether the performance is up to the level yet. And I think we all pretty much agree in some way, shape or form that we expect more. Whether whether we're worried about that or not, you know, that's a, that, that's another story. But mm. we've just talked about Vieira. I, I want to not necessarily talk about Vieira per se again, but I want to talk about one of the positives or the big positives I've seen this season, especially over the last couple of games. We've got players that can change the game off the bench. When was the yeah, last time? When's the last time we could say that? This is too when positive. Let's, let's get some more negative Turkish. Get some more negative. You've, already, you've, you've gone for 30 minutes. The comments are already saying, why is everyone moaning? I can't believe yeah. this. Just know... Everyone's, just free. <laughs> everyone's moaning because of Jordan. But let's go to that positive because that's a big one. Yes. Depth. Now, we've just come off the back of the transfer window and I think, you know, I, I speak for James somewhat as well when... Especially at the end, we feel somewhat maybe underwhelmed or, or light on the light side in a couple of areas on the pitch. Yeah. But at the same time, I've also got to you know, talk about what I've observed over the last couple of games. Eddie coming off the bench, helping change. Vieira against Fulham, same yeah. thing. T- today, Vieira and Jesus coming off the bench to help change the game. Finally, we have that in, in the back. And even concerns with this new tactical approach, yes. But if you have got players that can essentially save you, and I think that's what it's that that that's what it was today, um, because they really did change the game. I think before that, United did kind of look like they was going to create the best opportunity on the counter. I think that's a that's a massive pro because if I, I that's this is a serious question. When the last time Arsenal had a player off the bench that we was all confident could change the game? Well, who was the last player? Nicholas Bentner. <laughs> Giroud. Are you serious? It was Giroud. It was Giroud as a target man. No, I was joking about Ben. Giroud, Giroud was only a backup for six months. I know, I know. Even yeah, you're right. He wasn't. I wouldn't, really, even, I wouldn't even class him. Um, I don't know. Um, um, exactly. My point is here proven. This, this is my thing. That there's no. We can't think of the answer. We can't remember the last time we've had quality off the bench that yeah. not only we can believe in, but they're also showing us why we can believe in them. So yeah. Jordan, as, as hard as it is, can you wrap your head around that positive I, and give? I, 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 I can't talk about how positive that is, Jordan. I, I, no, no, I, I will because the, the the positive and the strength of that point is that the person who I was saying after about seventy-five minutes, I really wanted to come on. I thought was the obvious pick to come on. Didn't even play today. It was Trossard. 
I thought we needed somebody that was more direct and could drive with the ball because no one was driving with the ball. Saka was just dud. Martinelli looked like he had no more no more questions to ask his fallback. So I was thinking to myself, why don't we try to... Eddie Nketiah, he burned out after an hour as well. The obvious stuff for me was Trossard. So to still get the three goals with the, and, and the three points, and we didn't even bring Trossard on, I think makes your point, Turkey, that the, the strength in depth there is, yeah. is definitely... Jorginho didn't come on, I don't think, today. He did, def- just after we oh, did he? one up. Yeah, so You're right, he, he, did. he did. Sorry, oh, he did. Yeah. He substitutions did. today, guys, were, were game changers. I thought they were yeah. fantastic yeah. substitutions. I've got to say that, though, you know. Um, you know, and, you know, it was a uh, gone. I'm sorry, I delayed, just felt like our bench, our, our bench was. I looked at it and it was stronger than theirs, and and that's that, that, that's a good thing. Like you know, uh, <clears throat> you can only have I think is it twenty five players in the squad anyway, and we've definitely improved on that. Um, and looking mm-hmm. at that bench, as you say, like you know, there's Smith Rowe on there. You know, Tommy Asu come on and done a, a, a decent job when he come on. Kivi, I didn't even get on. You know, uh, there is a, 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 a much stronger bench here. I, I have to say, Nelson. guys, Nelson come on and, yeah. and, and done well when he come on as well. Um, but I thought he did okay. I thought he had yeah. urgency. That's yeah, he had man. urgency in there. You know, it's hard to come on as a subject. <laughs> he did. He was urgent. I, I think it's a big um, confidence booster from, for, from the manager to give it to Vieira to come on. Uh and I, I, I like the substitutions today. Like I, I felt that Eddie worked really hard for for um, for an hour, causing problems. Uh, and, and then you know, Jesus come on with you know, he just sprinkled magic hell. as far as yeah. I can. Just sprinkled what a little hell. bit of magic on it. But you know, unbelievable goal. And what what you need, guys? It's somewhere along the line is that you know you've you played 60, 70 minutes, and then you've got him coming on. You know uh, that that's that's soul destroying. Like you know, I thought I thought the substitutions at the right time as well were really really good today. Um, you know, maybe I'm going over the top because of you know the euphoria of the game today, but I I think it was so so important to win that game. And you know, I, I look at Man United and I I felt that they were looking like to hit us on the counter attack. They see the weakness in that. You know, because I think it is a weakness in Arsenal, like, you know. And mm. then I looked at Mikel today and I felt that his substitutions were, I'm not happy with the point. I'm, I I want to win this. And, um, you know, listen, I, I think these these substitutions and, and the substitutes are key, key to, 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 to success yeah. nowadays. You know what I mean? It's not just, it's not an 11-man game now, is it? It's those substitutes coming on and doing the business. I felt that they were game changers against Fulham, Poor mistake, let let us down. I thought today, I thought the substitutions were. I, I thought they really contributed really, really well. I was just having a little giggle, um, thinking of Dallow, still, still sliding somewhere. Um, <laughs> was, it, was it was it Dallow that was? Yeah. Went well, out I thought it was Evans at first, but I think it was Dallow. Yeah, to pay to get back in, James. I'm getting like, <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable, right? I mean it. But no, I mean, it was that... a fascinating thing as well. I don't know if you really noticed it. On a, it was a fascinating contest between um, Wambasaka and uh, Martinelli. Martinelli. I, I yeah, thought we saw that. I, I think that Wambasaka is a very, very good defender, but he yeah. was took to his limits today of his defending mm. powers against Lee. Uh, I thought it was a fantastic match. I'll be real. Up until the up until the Ganacho disallowed goals, up until about seventy fifth, eightieth minute, 
he was the man of the match for me. He was he was for me the man of the match. Bamba Saka. Yeah, he locked off Martinez. He didn't do anything today. No, he didn't. Nah, you can't say what that. What did Martinelli do today? He go round him a few times, assist for Erdegaard, won us corners. I thought I thought yeah, Wamba Saka would tell you that was one of the hardest days in town. I thought Martinelli tried. Lovely little was black not... flick for the for the to start it off for the first goal. Oh, know, okay. Was... He got he got the assist. I forgot about the assist. Okay, yeah. no, but I, beyond I, that, I, I honestly thought it was a tremendous battle between two players, really going at it. And they both had their moments. Yeah, he's very very best to contain him today. And yeah. I thought I I I'll I, I tell you what, he's a very very good defender. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I he yeah, was making last ditch tackles. I, I was really impressed with it. I, I thought it was maybe because it was down my side on the second half. I thought it was a fantastic battle. I, I really intrigued by it. Um, someone a sub that hasn't been mentioned. I'm quite glad because I wanted to give him a special mention was Tommy Asu. I thought he came on and like he d- didn't change the game for us, yeah. but he did Straight really up. well to keep things mm-hmm. going. Like mm-hmm. Zinchenko's Zinchenko wasn't his best. I'd give him a six out of ten today, maybe a seven. Oh, a bit, yeah, but yeah, he was kind of a bit, you know, you could tell Tough it was game first... coming for his first game, though, right? Exa- exactly, yeah, and we'll, we'll give him all that. He d- defensively did nothing wrong, so that's fine. But, but Tommy Asu came on, and not only did we not lose anything technically, I thought he looked really good yeah. looking after the ball in tight spaces. But whenever they tried to come out, he was there to cover, win the ball back, and ensure that we stayed, you know, camped in their half. And that only really happened after the Garnacho disallowed goal. We had no sustained pressure all game until they had the goal disallowed. And then we had a moment where Reese Nelson, do you remember there was a moment like Reese Nelson tried to run past someone, then he lost it, but they didn't quite clear. We won mm. it back, then we went again. But I, kept, I felt just in those moments, Tommy Asa did quite well. Um, and I was happy for him as well to have that kind of contribution because after the red card. And, 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 and a good point there, James, um, you know, um, bringing on um, uh, Nelson today, when probably Trossard would have been your favourite to come on, but he put him on there, Pace. you know, a little confidence boost to that. Like, I just felt, I'm just going to have to say, I thought the substitutions today all contributed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, maybe in the highlights package, you know what I mean? Jordan Shut Maddox, up. Yeah, I, thought of, I thought of one more negative, one more positive, actually. I've got one each. I've got a positive. I think the equaliser, the response to, to, to go and oh, go right down. Now. I right. thought not only was the football what I like to see from my football yeah. club, the football is brilliant, but just the response, just to, oh shit, yeah. we've got to go down, but okay, that's fine. We're, we're, we're going to stick it back on you now. So I thought that was a brilliant response from, from the team. The negative corners, which was ironic because the, the goal, the equal, not equaliser, sorry, the winner came from a Saka corner, but I thought the corners from Saka and Martinelli today were awful. Yeah. They, were, they were crap. They were really, really bad, really bad. You That's how you really feel. Yeah, it was bad, man. Really, really poor quality. I thought for the whole game today. I've got a Just question. Generally. And we tried um, things as well from the corners. That's the yeah, we did, yeah. Mm. I um, I got in an argument with the full-time comment section. Really? Okay. Yeah, I know, again, <laughs> right? They don't like me on full-time. Forever oh. Arsenal comment section. Surprise, surprise. I know. I know. They're all tactical insight haters. Um <laughs> So uh, I have to. I should. I should say that I, I misspoke, which is probably why they got on to me. But then they were still getting on to me. So I explained. I said Erdegaard and Saka were poor. Now let me finish. Let me finish. I then Laurie kind of went Erdegaard. I went. No, I, I, that was wrong. I grouped them together. I shouldn't have. But I didn't feel like Erdegaard, particularly on the ball, had a great game. I think he worked incredibly hard, and it was a great goal. 
Um, but I didn't think he was anything special. And then the comment section was flooded with, he was really, really good. He was immense. He was brilliant. He was one of the man of the matches. He was as good as right. I just want to know what everyone, what everyone else Can I? I'm glad you mentioned that point there, James, because in one of my football WhatsApp groups, there were Man United fans in the groups. And this was, a, this was at the, uh, this was at half time. And one of the Man United boys said, if Arsenal had Kevin De Bruyne, we're four nil down. And I thought that was really interesting because I think what down. they were, in terms of, I think what the, I think the point he was making was if if they had someone of that elite creative level, there was there was food to be eaten. And I think what they were basically saying was that Odegaard is of a level and I think he played well, but if he was really on job, he would have unlocked a few, uh, unlocked a few, uh, a few doors that I don't think he did. I thought his endeavour oh, was great. I thought he was okay on the ball without being great. Um, I mean, I wouldn't lump him in the same category as Saka for sure. But no, I don't no, think I he was as great that. as the comments you're saying. Well, I don't think he was man of the match or brilliant. But I don't think he was as poor as Saka or some of the other no, players no. either. I thought he had a six, maybe a seven out of ten performance today because he got a goal and he got a good goal. So a really good finish and he loves that finish. Turkish, we never spoke about it. I mean, what... Did, like, did I miss something in the performance? I just wanted to know, because everyone, you know, when the comment section is so overwhelmingly like, you're wrong, you're wrong. I was like, did I miss? I'm, I, was no, I, think, I think much quieter, good. much quieter than usual. No, no shot from out of the match. Definitely not as bad as Saka and Havertz. But I yeah. think it was a quieter game than usual. And, and you're yeah. well within your rights to, to, to think it wasn't his best game. Mm-hmm. Look, a lot of the first half we were saying, we're hardly attacking down Saka's side. It's all coming down yeah. and, and and one of, Odegaard's big pluses is how well he connects with Saka. So I think the mm-hmm. proof was in that it wasn't his most imposing game, let's say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying it was bad, not saying it was great. The goal, yeah. makes, the goal makes it good because it was an excellent finish at the perfect time. And yeah. as the captain, that's how you, you know, take yeah. Saka for the next straight after being, you know, put down by that goal that came against the runner play, essentially. And, and, and a big thing for me is if you're not playing well, what's, what's the next thing you do? Score a goal. Work hard. Work hard. You work hard. You work, work, hard. You work okay, as yeah. hard as you possibly can. If it's not happening for you, and I think that his work rate today was sensational. Again. Amazing, yeah. amazing. But but I didn't think he was great. I also think that guys, once Jesus comes back in the side, I don't want to. I'm not mm. knocking Eddie when I say this. Like I do think that he'll bring the best out of Udegaard because. The, the movement and the little quick little interaction ones. Yeah. You know, if you go back and have a look at that game, the last 20 minutes when Jesus comes on, look at the the times that the ball goes in there and it's, it's it is a little bit more fluent. It's a little bit better. And that's not having to go at Eddie. It's just, it's yeah, a different it like, you know what I mean? So, uh, but for me, I, I didn't think Olegal is, it's one of those games when it's a tough one for, for I, I thought for, you know, did Bruno get into it? Certainly not. Did, no. Did, did anybody that? No. So I think it was a difficult game. But what I, I did see from Ullegaard was a class finish. Because uh, yeah. that, that's, that's easy bit missable, by the way. I saw He's, nothing from Casemiro. No. Uh, Martinez gets injured from a rash challenge he made. He's been making them all season. Should I smile at that? Should I smile at that? No, don't Do you smile know what? injury. I, I, but I mean, I, I smile that he, he put in a shit tackle I, on it. I ain't forgiving how he for wanted. that cheap one in America. He knew that he could do a cheap one on Saka, knowing that he weren't going to get done. And he'd done it again today and he's got injured. I hope he's out for a long time. There, I've said it. By the way, well, that's not that's not good of you, is it, Lee? Um, no, because Jordan, he's trying to Jordan. do he's trying to do him, isn't he? Jordan, you do crack me up. Lee, Lee, Lee goes, Lee goes, when you're not playing well, what can you do? And I I said work hard. <laughs> you, you said score a goal. <laughs> no, he, 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 he done both. Well. 
Well, anyway, grab a hat trick. But no, it's about working hard. And I, I, do, do you know what, guys? I, 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 I think there's a captain. He sets an example. He sets an example. He sets an example. If you're not playing well and it's not happening, just score a couple goals. That's all we ask. But if you're not playing well, that doesn't normally happen. Can I just say one thing about Man United as well? Like, you know, I, I've got to say, there's players in that team that I just, I actually like Spurs players more than some of their players in their team. Like, you know, what I, mean? I, I really, I, I cannot stand that like guy. I cannot stand Bruno. The only one that I really like in there, and he's a bit of a dirty sod, and always Casemiro, but. You know, I don't like Harry Maguire. You're the goalkeeper. Apparently, the Emirates cheered. Apparently, when he came on, the yeah, Emirates yeah. his name, James. One <laughs> <laughs> Harry Maguire. I mean, that's outrageous. <laughs> weren't even winning. Oh, Harry Maguire. That's what they started seeing. <laughs> we're we drawing. We are, we are, we are playing poorly. How arrogant is he? Like, you know I mean? That was Who? great, by the way. When when they got the goal, he's come running up to the thing. <laughs> Get back in your goal. Get back in your goal and let one in in a couple of minutes. You swine, you know what I mean? Fancy. You know what I mean? Rashford's all right, but that other one, Anthony, another one. Oh, there's so many of them. There's so many of them that are horrible. And the manager, he's not not very graceful, is he? They've got problems. They've got problems. He's Ferguson with no hair. That's what he is. Done. I did. I did think uh, Hoyland looked a hand, looked a handful when he came yeah, on. Yeah, he did. He did. Gabriel did well because Gabriel suddenly had to. Ch- yes. He had to change the game. Like right, this fresh leg, kind of wanted to make a point his debut. Six foot four strikers come on, and actually Gabriel. It's funny because I think a lot of people will think that Hoyland caused Gabriel a lot of problems, and he did. But I actually think Gabriel answered every single question. Yeah, yeah. just Spot doing on. enough. Yeah, I did. thought it was brilliant. Brilliant, Spot thing, Gabriel. Yeah. Brilliant. But who's your man of match today, guys? Rice, right. Declan Rice. No, for, 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 I would say Gabriel for me. Declan for me. Those slide that. tackles in the first half were unreal. I was like, How's Do you know what this? today? Uh, Casemiro started going. Did you notice him going out wide? Didn't even. He, he didn't fancy it against him. I loved it. Hey, he did nothing. Nothing, yeah. Hmm. But listen, it was the perfect then to a iffy game at times. Perfect way to go into international. Well, race. it is. As soon as this is finished, I'm going to go and watch the match today again. <laughs> ah, we'll watch the air. It's on record. Listen, no, no, we'll, 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 it's, it's worth a watch. We're going to be back next week. So that's when we'll do the predictions for the Everton game. This is usually where we go into a mini preview and the prediction section. But we'll do that next week. Um, obviously it's international break so ever in a way we'll preview that and and um, predict that next week but obviously there's an update to the prediction table that probably only one person wants to see here and this is the update right here <laughs> <laughs> it's coming home it's coming oh, home man. very early days oh. guys we've got to stop this man we've got to come together to stop this because he's pulling away what is it um, it's not good. Still, how comes I'm still bottom? Oh dear, yeah. Uh, it's alphabetical. It goes so when you're level on points, J is above Voldemort. Yeah, what did you go, Jordan? You went for a draw. <laughs> you went for a draw. Yeah. No, I went four one. 
Yeah, it's above Voldemort. Ah, <laughs> uh, for the people listening, Le- leave us that one. He's just pretending he didn't hear it. So that means I'm going to be well down. If I'm folding, I'm going to be well down at the bottom, aren't I? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I'm going to yeah, put a spell yeah, on you, watch that, out. I'm going to put that, a spell that, that, on you. That's kind of a joke he was making, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's, he's eight point. Oh, that's five point lead early. That's like Man City's getting away. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to yeah, start yeah. calling him Pep. I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind at all. Listen, people, as you can. Tell already from the mood in the camp. If you're listening on audio platforms, Spotify, <clears throat> Apple, Amazon, all of those, because we do release it on audio platforms too. So make sure you you're showing some love there. This is how the table stands going into international break. I am. Yeah, told- yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. We get it. We get it. Should be on five, really, for my stupid game. Am I good to go, you lot, or any, anything else you want to throw? No, in? carry on. No, no, okay. 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 I'll, I'll, I'll reiterate. I am top. Oh, what a day. Yes, people. I am top. Eight points. Two correct scores. Jordan's in second. One correct score. Five points. And James and Lee are some way off. Three points apiece. No correct scores. Love for the love, people. Hit the like button. Let's get it to a thousand. And let's bring the haters back in. Oh, I never said nothing, man. I never disgrace. said Disgrace. Absolute disgrace. <laughs> the best it was. Right. He was covering his face that whole time. Like the whole time, yeah. The it's power's going to be said. I'll tell you what, though, you know. Oh, everyone's going mad, mad around the, around the ground and, I, and I'm standing there going, well, I said, now nah, that Turkish just got three points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Emirates, the Emirates erupts, except for one man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just there. Yeah. Okay. But we move, we move, we move. People, predictions for Everton, like I said, will be in next week's show. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure the notification bell is on. And I want to talk to the lads about the Champions League draw too because we've returned and the Champions League draw has come back. And we've got a favourable draw. I think it's fair to say Sevilla, PSV and Lons. A lot of people are mentioning it's a Europa League type draw. Yeah. A group we should go through. Top. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go pretty first. Yeah, just a couple of quick points. The first thing is, I was disappointed with the amount of people that were saying, "Oh, I don't want to play Bayern Munich. Oh, I don't want to play the big boys." It's like, what are you doing? What, 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 um, you don't keep telling me that we're a big club, but you want to tiptoe to the Champions League final. A move, man. Listen, there are certain results in Arsenal in Arsenal's history that still scar me. And the two five ones from Bayern Munich will never, ever, ever leave my... That, that for me, was just yeah. possibly an all-time low, the 8-2 aside for, as, as an Arsenal fan. But we're back in... We've worked hard to get back in the big dance. And now you want to be tiptoeing around the big boys. It's like, nah, man, let's, let's go for it. If we get knocked out, we get knocked out. And it's almost more embarrassing if you don't qualify out of this group. So I, I didn't like all the talk around, oh, I hope we can get the little teams. It's like... That's little boy behaviour. Forget that. But secondly, more importantly, I'm really keen to see how Mikel Arteta manages the team in the Champions League. Shut up, Lee. I'm really keen to see how Mikel Arteta manages in the Champions League. Because it's his first time in the Champions League. And we've not been there for seven years. So although we were there for 25 plus years, I get it. We've got pedigree in the competition. We might have to almost relearn to have to play in the, at that level of football and navigate... Do, do you know what I mean? Kind of group stages. We've not been there for a long time, so I'm really interested to see how well we're doing this. Yeah, Jordan, I can't remember the last time three games in a week really mattered to me. 
Yeah. Now, okay, it's some of the Europa League knockouts. But I mean, on this frequent basis, we've now got... Because you know what's funny about the last two seasons, especially for this first half of the year? We've been watching the first team go out. And then I think at AFTV Turkish, obviously we're excited for every game, but there's been a sense of, oh, okay, we're playing Thursday, right. And we know it's not the first team. We know he's going to rotate a lot. So it's kind of a lot of conversation about, well, how strong would you go? And almost every preview for Thursday night is actually really a preview to how you prep for Sunday. So, well, yeah. you need him for Sunday. So we have now got like legitimate games coming up that everyone keeps saying Europa League group. I don't go that far. I think favourable is the way I'd put it. I don't see Europa League group. Yeah, yeah. You know, those teams are the teams that I would consider the higher end of teams you might get in the Europa League group. You wouldn't get all three, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, so, okay. Arteta now, you know, we've got three legitimate games where let's say this happened the other side of the international break or we're here all euphoric and yes, we've won 3-1, let goals, whatever. Okay, four days, you're back in action. Wednesday night, and it's the Champions League and you don't get as many goes at it. And um, that's going to be really interesting to see how they deal with it. But yes, largely, of course, we'll be happy with that group. I keep forgetting the other team. Who have we got? PSV. Lons. Lons and... Sevilla. Sevilla. Yeah, I keep forgetting. Sorry. I always see PSV as, like, the harder group. But no, Sevilla were part one. So, like, this is what I mean. Like, Sevilla, they're only Europa League in the sense they always win it when they're in it, but we never win it when we're in it. Right. So, th- that's a good point, James. We're talking about this being a favourable group. We couldn't have been the Europa League. So let's not yeah. let's not, let's not not get our cocks out too early and start thinking like, look, we're the favourites. Oh, of course wow. we are. Yeah. Well, I, I just want to talk football. I don't know. <laughs> Let's not get let's not get too let's not get too bossy bossy, you know what I mean? Oh, you know what, forget it. Why didn't you say that in the first place? You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought we were mature guys that could, you know, anyway, go on. I thought we were mature guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only thing mature in my ass is the cheese. I tell you, like, I'm really like that. Oh my days! No yeah, one does eight AMs instead of eleven PM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no kids are watching this. Are we done? Midnight now? ones are mad. Knackered. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know what? Like, uh, one thing of just going on the draw, which I think uh, forget about. It's a, I think it's a good thing. Is the travelling? You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. only like it's an hour to to Holland. It's an hour. You know, you don't even have to get a, a train, a, a plane to France. You can go by Eurostar. I know that the, the players probably won't, but they can if they want. Uh, and and Seville, you know, man, ain't a bad little trip there. You know, man, got no real long. Yeah, trip. I know why you're happy about it, Lee. This nice trip to Seville. You know, off with Julian and Cecil on your adventures. Looking, looking forward to Seville. You know, probably go to Malaga. You know what I mean, and just uh, <laughs> trottle off over there, like you know, a bit of bit of uh, Porta Venus along the way. <laughs> each other. <laughs> And a few oranges. <laughs> I certainly won't be getting the clocks out. I'll tell you that now. Like, you know I mean? yeah. Are Seville and Malaga close to each other? It's not that far. Mm. Well, because I'll tell you what. Like, we're three hours Googling right. now. <laughs> when you go to these places, what happens is, is like, like to go drive. to Seville now will be about... Three hours drive. Yeah, that's about right. Three hours yeah. train. No, because what happens, I'll tell you this straight up, guys. You know, anybody wants is a useful bit of information going to Europe. If you go to Seville now, right, it's probably about 60, 70 quid by easy jet. 
on that week at week that Arsenal going, I bet it's 500, 400, 500 pound there. Like, just check it out. So, what you have to do is go to uh, different places just for cheaper things, like you know. So, say if you're say if you're playing Real Madrid or Atletico Madrid, fly into Valencia, it's a lot cheaper, like you know what I mean, and things like that. That's all I'm saying. So, no, you know, um, listen, we might, we might well fly into uh, um, Seville, but <laughs> I bet we don't. <laughs> For, for more travel advice, follow up. All the judges here, tours. They're very, very good, yeah. reasonable prices. The Arsenal fan at Ryanair right now is like, right, they're on to us, guys. They're on to us. Yeah. <laughs> They've worked it out. Yeah. He's thinking his job's on the line. Yeah. AFT, you're expanding into travel. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you will mock, Palms. It's, it's a little bit of advice, like, you know what I mean? So, <coughs> just check that out. I, I, bet, I bet if you check that out, I bet going to Seville now isn't that dear. But if on you that leave this podcast with anything, go check out <laughs> Flights of Seville. And go Instead back of watching the Tactical Insights tomorrow, check yeah. out, <laughs> yourself check out you. Flights. I guarantee you, you'll have a better interesting time doing it. Pass, pass, pass. People, we've passed the hour mark, so hopefully we've passed the thousand like mark. Double check for me, people. If we haven't, hit the like button. If we have, hit the like button anyway. Let's get up to 2,000. And we're going to move into that part of the show. Where's comments of the day before we wrap it up? Um, everyone ready for comments of the day? Yeah, I've got one. I, I, don't, I don't have one again. Sorry. Jordan, this is four weeks in a I row. I know, I know. So I've been slack. I've been slack. So I, I can't even defend myself. It's been, sorry. What did you say sorry. last week? You said you're yeah, but... helping someone. They, they were crap last week. No, yeah, because they were. They were. I looked through them and they were just they were crap last week. But this week I didn't even look. He never so. sees. He just. He just sees the negatives, doesn't he? Come on, like, you know. He doesn't look at them. He just goes, "They're crap." Man. They're crap. You've yeah, used that excuse twice now. I don't think it's going to run the next. They time. were two. They were crap two weeks in a row. Oh, I like the comments. I do. Oh, oh, it's a, Go on, fill me in. Fill me in, Nick. Fill me in. I've gone for a very good one this week. Shall I go? Yeah, yeah, no, that's why. Oh, I really love this podcast from its name to the people providing their football insights and knowledge. I was eagerly awaiting since yesterday. I'll always support Arsenal forever. I do feel well. I, I do feel well at at all when we're let down, but it is all even when we're supporting the team. That's <clears throat> I don't know what that's that's what Arsenal means to me forever, Arsenal. And that's from G-A-R-99. Gar-99. But I thought it was a really, really positive thing. That's right? a beautiful message. Big up, Gar. absolutely butchered it. Yeah, yeah well, it was... I've got my yeah, reading glasses on and all that. I always support Forever Arsenal. Do not feel well. All right, we get it, we get it, we get it. I don't really understand that. He's obviously not well. He, he picked out the comment of the week and he said he doesn't understand it. Uh, no, I like the that was a lovely thing. message. <laughs> Uh, James, what you got for us? Let's move on. Uh, Just Tom says, uh, Arteta has done a masterclass. We have become unpredictable. We can concede a goal from anywhere. I hope he gets to work tomorrow all right, Mikhail. I tell you, I don't know what route he's going to go, but I hope he does all right. Oh, there was another analogy about Havertz and his wife or something. Yeah, he's going to be he's going to be heat for that online as well, actually. But do yeah. you know, Mikel, so. I get it. Fighting talk this week. You got your win. That's great. <laughs> it's just sometimes just shut your mouth. Just you know, what I mean, just no, relax. no, that's too far. But just you know, 
that's too far. I, I've got one. I had the one James said, but I, I have got a, got a few um, saved. So I'm going to go with the one from Chris Christopher Leach. Best YouTube YouTube show around. When I feel low, this show brings me back up. The combination of banter and football analysis is consistently on point. Stay forever, lads. You're welcome. LOL. <laughs> you got the you're welcome in before Jordan could. <laughs> I only just clocked that. I was, yeah, yeah. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, keep them coming, people. Listen, I know Jordan hasn't been on job the last few weeks and he's been put yeah. in the comments. I will now. next week. I'll probably he's a slacker. No, no, I will next week. I will. If they're better, I'll, I'll read one out. But they've been crap recently. So just... If they're better. So the, the challenge has been set, people. Make them better and Jordan will pick one out next week. We'll, we'll all pick, we all pick one out once a week, every week. And obviously we will be back next week. It's international break, so we'll be previewing the Everton game next week. Talking about lineups, predictions, all the usual people. Just make sure you're subscribed. Put the notification bell on. Any last-minute thoughts that we haven't covered in this show, Jordan Lee James? Nope. Yeah, I just well, want to say that the Man United fans have been very bitter online at the moment, like, you know, wanting penalties and free kicks and everything like that. Let's enjoy it and enjoy the day. Enjoy the next week or so at their expense. <laughs> yep, I agree with that. Call it a day, people. Call it a day. Hit the like button. Hope you've enjoyed. Leave us your comments. Leave us your thoughts. Make, make sure you're subscribed. Love for the love, people. We've just beaten United 3-1. It's now international break. But remember... What is he doing? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Three seconds at the end of the show. Sorry. He's sorry. got his clocks out, and not he? Yeah. 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 We're outroing, and he's there trying to turn his camera off. Right? Sorry, I thought we were just... Yeah. We don't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's on a promise, guys. I really do. Like, I think he's on a promise. <laughs> James is a prick. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, people, love for the love. Sports Social Podcast Network.